0: Hello, everyone. This is Tim Dodd. Welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. i thankful to give witness to tens of thousands, yes, and to the millions that believe it, and believes in believe that God's glory, lived a packet until all around the world it's been circulated.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast today. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast where we report on the works of God all over the world as relates to the end-time Word.
0: The pastors have gathered in the country. They've had gatherings of about a thousand pastors that are just thrilled. Ah, thrilled is not even a strong enough word. They are ecstatic about what God is providing. They are so happy to be able to access the message through the message out
1: Hello, friends, and welcome to the uh, Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. And it's uh, time once again for our Believer's Faith Challenge report, where we review the things the Lord has been doing in places all around the world for the last six months. And we've got one that just came out. It's just packed with lots of very inspiring material. And we have Brother Tim Dodd with us to take us through some of these stories. So welcome,
0: Brother Tim. Thank you, Brother Mark. It's good to be here again.
1: God bless you, Brother Tim. And uh, I'm hearing your voice. Uh, like many people around the world, I haven't seen you much because we've been locked down.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's that way everywhere. and it's even affecting, of course, my travels overseas. We can't get overseas at all. We're looking forward to now that it seems to be opening up a little bit. We'll be able to travel and visit some of these places such as Uganda, Ethiopia, Malawi, um, Angola. All of these uh, locations are desiring meetings and desiring to have me come and to pay them a visit.
1: Yes, I can understand that. I'm sure they are anxious to see you, and uh, I'm sure it's a little bit different for you uh, working as a missionary from
0: home. (laughs) One of the great things we have is is a message that it's our burning desire to get that into the hands of the people. So that can be done uh, not as efficiently, but at least it can be done by uh, email, by texting, by phone call, by different avenues, and uh, uh, there's no replacement for a face-to-face meeting, and there's no replacement for gospel meetings, but uh, nevertheless, we try and accomplish, and have, by God's grace, seen the Lord do much in many places of the world over the last year.
1: Absolutely. And we just uh, had a conversation with Brother Murphy and he made that same point. It doesn't matter how much the world is locked down. The word has a way of getting out and getting through. Well, let's talk about this Believer's Faith Challenge Report. And uh, I it came in the mail to me about a week ago. And I'm noticing uh, a story here, the opening story on Malawi. And I don't believe that has been reported on too much in the past uh brother tim people might not know i had to look it up where exactly
0: is malawi well i'm looking at a map of the world in my office and uh uh, reminding myself that malawi is a landlocked country that is very small uh it is lays along i think lake victoria and it's uh not far north of South Africa, so it's it's in the southern eastern section of Africa, and a very small country, a relatively small population, but and actually one of the poorest countries in the world, if we measure, whether you measure by GDP or average income or whatever. Uh, however, they're some of the most lovely people you'll ever meet.
1: Amen. And you have traveled there yourself.
0: I've been there a few times myself, years ago. Um, It's, uh, you know, in this article, or in this uh, Believer's Faith Challenge Report, we uh, begin to do a write-up because the need in Malawi uh, came to the forefront uh, very interestingly not long ago. Uh, It would be last year, actually, when uh, uh, Brother Precious, From Malawi, a pastor in Malawi, uh, you might say a second-generation pastor in Malawi, contacted us about doing translation. The need for translation in the country has uh, largely been because of the need for books. And so what uh, Brother Precious had in mind was that the people needed books, the people needed, uh, they were interested in doing a radio broadcast. And so anytime that people are interested in those kind of things, we we tell them the first step is print translation. And after print translation, then you can do audio translation. After audio translation, then you can do uh, a radio broadcast. And so the first step being print translation, there is a huge need for books in the country, largely because Voice of God recordings has stopped making books. The main language is Chichewa. At least that's the way I say it. Uh, It it might not be exactly that uh, uh, way to say it if you're an indigenous Malawian.
1: Have there been some translations done in the past, or is this a a complete start?
0: Well, that's that's a good question. Uh, I'm glad you asked it, because the work in Malawi began really a generation ago, almost almost exactly 40 years ago. Uh, Brother Harold Hildebrandt, uh, went into Malawi, began to preach the message. Other brothers, including Brother Biscoll, Brother Lonnie Jenkins, uh, Brother Willie Retief went into the country to preach the message. And so there was a, quite a stir amongst the people in Malawi as they begin to embrace the message of the hour a generation ago. And it was at that time that Brother Harold Hildebrand sponsored a lot of translations. But we didn't have these translations, and so on the message hub, there was only just a couple of translations. So Brother Precious agreed to gather a team together to do translations quickly. Sometime after that, after they had begun, I began to discuss with Brother Harold Hildebrandt, who is a friend of mine, and he's elderly now, somewhere, I don't know his exact age, he'd be in his 70s, and... uh, Nevertheless, he we were talking about translation there, and, and he said they had done translation years ago, and I asked him if we could get a hold of them, and he gave us the contact information for one of the early brothers, a brother, Dixon Kondoji. So we, we had uh, the brothers there contact Brother Dixon Kondoji, and he passed over to the brother's the copies of 137 different translations. So that was a wonderful find. And they're right now, uh, matter of fact, just this morning, I checked on the progress. They are right now uh, uh, going through and doing any edits that are needed to bring them up to date and uh, loading them up to the message hub.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the believers there
1: had 139 Um. Well, did they even have them? I suppose they would be worn out or
0: or missing or gone by now, wouldn't they? Well, they're certainly out of print. And uh, I don't know how many were printed in the early years. But uh, this brings in the next phase of the operation, and that is we already received 30 translations from the team that's translating there. Of the 30 translations, we are working with Brother Barry Coffey in... uh, Hickory, North Carolina. He has an operation called Vision Books, and this is a recent startup for him that they've begun to step in the gap of many in many places where books are needed. So with the help of Brother Coffee and the believers out there, they have just printed 480,000 messages or 40,000 copies of 12 different titles. And those are have just been printed and are on their way to Malawi to be distributed, distributed there. And it's interesting because you can imagine the need is estimated at 40,000 books for any particular title. So this is a a country that's well established, or a language that's well established in the message. Some of these will go across the border to Mozambique, where there are, where there are Chichewa speaking believers as well.
1: That is going to be like a gold mine to those believers. After all these years, to be have that show up in their port and go out to their churches. I
0: think so. the 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 brothers there are. Are just extremely excited, the pastors have gathered in the country they've had ga- they've had gatherings of about a thousand pastors that are just thrilled. ah, thrilled is not even a strong enough word. They are ecstatic about what God is providing. They are so happy to be able to access the message through the message hub and once we get these hundred and thirty seven translations loaded up that were previously done in addition to the existing translations, that will give us almost 200 translations and they'll be added to the Message Hub mobile app, which all of these pastors then will be able to search the message and and have it right on their devices directly in their own language.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm just, as you're talking, I'm imagining being one of those pastors or even one of those believers out there after all these years and knowing God has revealed things and there's these truths and you're just, you're just like thirsty and just getting little droplets, but you want a good drink of it.
0: Yes. I, I uh, We appreciate the work that Brother Barry Coffey's doing in Vision Books. And, you know, it's, it's really meeting the needs of the people. And, and this is, uh, this is something that is, Vitally important right now, Uh, Voice of God recordings in Jeffersonville. Uh, They used to print books, but now they're focusing on their tablet uh, work and they're promoting their tablet. And that's fine. I mean, that's uh, I'm sure it will benefit the bride. And, uh, you know, that's that's fine. But you'll never be able to replace the printed book. The, The printed book never needs to be recharged. The printed book never breaks down. You know, it's it's uh, it's a device that is proven since Luther's time to be effective in getting the message out. Yes,
1: Amen. Well, this looks, even though the message has been there for a number of years, it almost, in a way, looks like a startup, in the sense that there's a lot of work yet to do. So, do you think this is going to be a, a longer term project? Well, I. Th-
0: uh, we, we have about uh, 300 titles that we sponsor for translation in any language. And once those titles are translated, we encourage them to continue translating, but we don't sponsor them anymore. We try and move on to another language. So we'll be well on the way to those specific 300 titles that we sponsor. And so the translation work uh, will be ongoing, uh, until those 300 titles are done and but the printing work uh will be a greater need and if people want to want to help in any way you know they can do it through bible believers here we we will certainly you know whatever funds come in we focus it whether whether it be given towards translation or towards printing uh we always uh any project that we're working on, we always separate those funds and make sure they get to the destination.
1: Uh, Brother Tim, I know we've reported before on Rwanda and in the Believer's Faith Challenge report, it looks like we, we have a kind of a victorious report. What is the situation in Rwanda at this
0: moment? Rwanda is one of those uh, success stories that you just feel good about in every way. It's it's an amazing uh, work because of the burden of the local people. If the local people are not burdened for it, it never will have success. But uh, as we've reported before, there was a brother from Rwanda that moved here to Cloverdale Bible Way. And he was burdened for his people at home, seeing the lack of the message that the people had in their own language and the resulting problems they had in message conduct and message doctrine, etc. And so, Jesus just made it simple. You'll know the truth, and the truth will make you free. So, give the people the truth, and you're giving the people freedom. We were glad to see Brother Ellie wanted to get into translation. He put a team together. It was a similar concept of what we're doing in Malawi. We sponsored uh, the messages, and we have already met the full titles of our sponsorship in those messages. And so they've translated about 300 messages. We sent over a print station. Uh, They are printing messages there. There are not a lot of believers in uh, Rwanda. The print station is small, but it can cover the need in the country. There's probably only about 3,000 believers in the country. However, the word is now getting into their hands. And the the brother there, Brother Caleb, he takes the funds and we are helping them now uh, with funds to print. So we're not sponsoring translation, but we're giving them some funds every few months to buy toner and paper and be able to print message books for delivery to the Rwandan people.
1: I'm curious, Brother Tim, you know, you have been around this type of work for quite a number of years, and a country like Malawi or Rwanda, that the message has been there, but the people haven't been served with all the supplies and resources and, and printing and the things they need. And then all of a sudden, in just a few years, everything changes. And I'm just wondering, how do you account for that?
0: Well, the only thing I can say is that it's supernatural. You know, God has to put a burden on somebody. As much as we had, uh, we might have a burden for a certain country or a certain area. It doesn't happen from an office in Cloverdale, by the way. We're only here to let God use us to help somebody in a local country that has a burden to get the message into the hands of the people. And uh, that is what we do and uh, with the help of all the burdened believers around the world that help us we try and reach out to these places that God uses uh, their support uses our direction and enables these people sometimes they need some direction sometimes they just need encouragement sometimes they need funds sometimes uh, instruction needs to be very specific but uh, when they're generally want to make a difference God just seems to pour in the blessing, and that's what he did in Rwanda. Now the people are getting the message. They've had audio translation, I think 100 and, about 160 audio translations. They want to do a radio broadcast, all of these things. It's a wonderful, wonderful example of what God can do through believers in their own country.
1: And if believers around the world, if they are are burdened for Rwanda and the people there, what could they do to
0: help? We have regular support going to the print station, and that's what they're doing. They're printing books. Because it's a small population of believers at this time in Rwanda, uh, printing in bulk overseas is not the answer. Uh, The answer is the small print station concept. And so we have We have regular supplies. We send funds regularly. They report back to us and show us, you know, we always require a verification. And so uh, they're getting books out and people can see that in the faith challenge report, the pictures of the books that are going out. And uh, so if somebody wanted to help support the printing there, uh, they could certainly do that. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember, friends, the bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be both called and fully dressed by the Word of God. This
1: is the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. You can sign up for our email newsletter at BibleWay.org. Scroll to the bottom of the page where it says newsletter. Fill in your name and email address and click sign up. In this email report, you will receive reports of the works of God in China, in Africa, in South America, in India, Europe, all over the world. We also publish a full-color paper newsletter two times a year, complete with photographs, reports, and testimonies from all over the world. The newsletter is free. Just request it, and we would be happy to mail a copy to you. You can contact us by email at info at Bible Believers dot org. That's info at Bible Believers dot org. Or you can write to us at Bible Believers, P.O. Box one two eight, Blaine, Washington, nine eight two three one. That's Bible Believers, P.O. Box one two eight, Blaine, Washington. 98231. This is Mark Aho. Thank you for being with us today and be sure to join us for the next Believers Faith Challenge Report Podcast.